SOL. Okay, we're here uh, at the SOL podcast. We wanted to do a quick uh, note on an article that came out here recently that was a surprise to everybody at the office, considering that we take insurance very serious and the fact that all drivers on the road should have insurance. Uh, Matt has the article up right now. Tell us a little about a little bit about the article, Matt. Sure. This came out of the uh, February 19th, 2020 Dayton Daily News, and it discusses the random check uh, that Ohio has been undertaking for uninsured drivers. So essentially it's talking about uh, the state sending out notices uh, in the mail, asking for you to provide proof of insurance. Uh, this is not at a traffic stop. This is not in a traffic court. This is just simply something that they mail to your house and say, Hey, uh, please show us that you had proof of your insurance coverage for this date range. Yeah, I remember this. So many times when I used to do a lot of criminal work, a lot of traffic defense work, I would get a call and somebody would say, I recently was pulled over for a minor traffic violation, stop sign, speed, something along those lines. And they would say, I, I was told by the officer that my license was suspended and I have absolutely no idea why. I've never been in trouble before. I've never had a DUI, but my license is suspended. So um, this did kind of create in some ways a problem for many people. Um, and frankly, an officer has the right, if you're driving with a suspended license to take you to jail. I mean, you, you could be slated and be put in jail and then have to pay a bond to get out for the average American. That's really never been in jail or ever had any issues with the criminal justice system. That was a big deal. Assuming you didn't go to jail and you were cited for this driving under suspension, the court was very willing to dismiss the case if you could provide that you did in fact have proof of insurance at the time that you were selected randomly. All you had to do is either show the BMV uh, or bring your insurance uh, to court, show the prosecutor. Prosecutors were always willing to just dismiss that case because it was obviously a mishap. You got it in the mail. Maybe you thought it was junk. I guess the question really is, does the weight of that inconvenience and that happening from time to time outweigh the importance of people that are driving around with or without insurance in Ohio. My argument would be it's worth the occasional mishap to where someone accidentally throws this, uh, this piece of mail away and doesn't provide the proof of insurance because it's easily fixed. What's not fixed in the event you're in an accident, uh, which Matt brought up earlier, we were talking, this is what goes back to some of the original podcast material that we had, which is, what kind of insurance do you have and what happens if the person that hits you and causes thousands and thousands of dollars in medical bills and other damages, what are you going to do if they show up as an uninsured motorist? No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And, and to go back real quickly, I, you know, it is quite an inconvenience if you actually get cuffed, put in the back of a cruiser and sent to jail because you're driving on a suspended license, which all originated from throwing away a notice in the mail that said, Hey, show me proof of your insurance. Cause I remember I got one of those and it took me a minute to actually figure out what they were talking about, whether or not it was something I had to respond to. I thought maybe somebody reported that we had been in an accident when in fact I had not been in an accident. I'm like, I'm like why do they need to prove my insurance? Right. But you're right. And in, in the article, they cite some numbers here. I mean, you're talking about approximately a million drivers and this is, these are statistics um, cited in the, in the article again. About a million Ohio drivers are driving without insurance on a daily basis. And this puts you at severe risk. A million. I mean, a million drivers. A million. You're, you're playing the lottery on the road. And if you're, if you're only, if you're not covering 
um, uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage, you're going to have a real problem if one of those million people hit you. On top of that, you know, what kind of coverage do they have? Do they only have a minimum coverage policy? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is a huge issue. And I think, I think you know, at one point, uh, the BMV was doing about 5,400 mailers a week. That, that's significant. But is it significant? It sounds like a large number. But in light of a million people driving without insurance, maybe it's not that big. I don't know. You, you got to weigh that out. But it's about 250,000 a year, give or take. Yeah. So you're, you're hitting a quarter of the uninsured motorists. Which well, no, you're hitting a quarter of all of the drivers or the drivers. state of Ohio. That's yeah, true. That's, not, not, not the hitting. 1 million. You're right. hitting a quarter of uh, a random, maybe out of that quarter, you, you get 20% that don't have insurance. Who knows? Right. To me, this has become the number one issue we see in our office is either a person doesn't have insurance. It's a bad accident. And now this individual who did nothing wrong, never caused the accident, didn't have anything to do with it whatsoever. They were driving lawfully down the road and now they're stuck with an enormous amount of medical bills. Their credit is shot. They have no way to pay it. And it's not like the provider is going to sit back and say, well, I mean, if that person didn't have insurance, we'll just write the bill off. That's not how that works. So it creates a, a big problem. And then the other is they only have the, the small amount of coverage, the 25000 I have a case currently right now. It's a $25,000 state minimum coverage case. There's a $5,000 med pay lien. And I don't know if we've talked about liens a lot, but just a quick plug here, what happens in Ohio. Uh, it sounds shocking and it's certainly not uh, what I would call reasonable, but your insurance, health insurance, when you pay your premiums, you think that, well, I've paid my premium. And if the health insurance pays for it, that's the end of the story. It's not when you're in an accident. It's because they have a right to recover the amount of money that was paid for injuries that they paid for because of the accident. So what happens is they've got this lien, meaning that if you get zero, of course, there's nothing to recover because you didn't get any money for those injuries. But if you take $25,000, they have the ability, the right uh, under the contract through what's called subrogation to come in and say, we get our money back. The money we paid, we want it back and we're going to get it back. And, and they can enforce that. They can file suit to get that money back and put you on the hook. This case I have is a $25,000 policy, a $5,000 med pay lien from this person's auto insurance and a $22,000 medical lien. So we've got $27,000 of people that are owed money with $25,000 to cover it which obviously leaves not only the person that was injured with nothing, but in the hole, where's the legislature that's stepping up and saying, this is not okay. We can't put people with this kind of a risk at a low $25,000 threshold. And to make matters worse, we're going to take away a checks and balances that keeps people insured. It's wrong. I mean, that was the one checks and balance. It's not great. Like Matt said, 250,000 people, but you don't know if maybe all of those 250,000 had insurance. So we've left the other million just sitting out there to continue to be uninsured. But at least it was something, at least it was a threat. It put a consequence in place for somebody who doesn't have it to undergo a suspension and think the next time, well, I better not drive without insurance. Well, and the, you know, the, re the reality here is you could have, you know, you've got these drivers and the, the back end is you could still sue the driver outside of their insurance policy. But 
how many of them do we think are actually collectible for, exactly. you know, an amount over $25,000, probably little to none of them would be collectible for your actual own pain and suffering involved in that accident. A financially responsible person that does it the right way is going to look at their assets and they're going to find out what do I have that I want to protect through the insurance policy and base that as the essentially the control of how much do I need to carry an insurance to protect those assets. People with no assets generally don't have anything to lose. So a, a minimum policy is what they hear on TV. You know, it's the lowest rate. It's, you know, the, the best coverage at the lowest rate, the state minimum coverage. It sounds great because of course the bill's low, but what about the person that's hurt? Where does that leave them? It leaves them with no coverage whatsoever because probably if it's a real accident, a significant accident, their liens will exceed the 25. And on top of that, to your point, you've got this person out there that has a minimum policy. So that means they don't have any assets, probably. And if that's the case, what are you going to get? What are you going to go recover after that? Nothing. And we talk about the legislature and, and maybe something to consider similar to a victims of, of crime fund. You know, you've got all these people, all these injured people out there who can't yeah. have no chance of recovery against an at-fault driver because of this. And maybe there's a pool of money to be had uh, to put together for instances like this. Or on the back end, you can just increase your UIM coverage or uninsured coverage a little bit at a small cost to you on a monthly or annual basis and That's make true. sure that you're covered. It's true, but that does shift the responsibility from the person that is responsible to you, which means you incur more cost because of somebody else's irresponsibility. I agree. And now the yeah. BMV has sanctioned that by saying, we're going to take this away, which just tells the person without insurance. Now I don't have to worry about getting my license suspended. I'll just uh, continue to be uninsured. Well, I, I guess my only point is that I wouldn't rely on the legislature to take care of me. In, in this, no, exactly in this right. instance, so I'm, you're exactly I'm right. just saying, Hey, in any instance, <laughs> in any instance, but go out, increase your UMUIM coverage to cover yourself because don't rely on anybody else to take care of you in these situations. Totally agree. So to sum it up, the new rule is going to be that the BMV is sitting this checks and balances aside. What does that mean to you? That means that the 1 million drivers out there without insurance, you are rolling the dice if you don't have underinsured motorist coverage or uninsured motorist coverage, you're rolling the dice that you may be the one that has to eat somebody else's mistake and somebody else's negligence. So review your policies, look at your policy and think about it. Call us if you have questions, 614-228-1882. We're happy to go through your policy for you at no charge. We just want to make sure that you're properly covered, that you've got coverage in the event you fall on this unlikely maybe not unlikely, unfortunate circumstance. Sounds like it's a lot more likely than unlikely at a million drivers. So double check, look at that declarations page. That's what you want to pull up declarations page and see if you have, it's called uninsured, underinsured. You might see UM, UIM, but if you're confused and you don't know, please give us a call because this is really something to be concerned about even more so than before, because now these folks driving without insurance are driving with zero consequences. Thanks for listening today. Thanks, Matt. That was a great article to pull and uh, real important for the folks out there that are, are listening. In. Got it. Thank you for listening to SOL. Join us next time on Facebook Live 
YouTube Live, and iTunes. For additional information or questions related to your legal matter, contact the Baker Law Group at 614-228-1882. That's 614-228-1882. Be safe, know your rights, and follow the law. This podcast is adjourned.